0: Oh, that was really cute that was really cute oh i feel so much relief dude Like I feel this like weight release in my solar plex oh we're done with that not like yeah. a,
1: it's I, not I, negative like yeah, that was yeah. terrible it's like a yeah. wow that was a lot and i need yeah. to process yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh but my heart also feels like it i know to spiritually divergent where we explore our shadows to navigate the present and plant new seeds for the future my name is ariana and i'm here with courtney hello hello and today will be our second to last episode of season one where it's like bittersweet you know like it's to an end but it's exciting to also know that we've come this far and that we get to say, hey, we did a whole season of a podcast. Look at us, you know? Yeah,
1: and we deserve a break.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So today's episode, we just kind of wanted to reflect on season one and the things we have learned about our first year of a podcast, having a podcast, and this process, and go into a little bit about our plans for next season so do you want to get started Courtney
1: oh well I guess I have to pull cards first <laughs> yeah we're switching it up today Ariana's pulling the cards
0: just one yeah I actually feel called to pull two. I don't know why so I'm sure. gonna pull. I know it's like a interesting number but
1: your cards your choice
0: okay all right so the first card that we have here is the four of cups interesting Okay. i'm sorry i'm just looking at this photo because it's so interesting after the battles come the rewards <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Ooh. let me let me pull that up oh wait no i can't read sorry
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um the nine of cups i don't know why i said four the nine of cups okay and it's upright And so it says achievements, rewards, confidence, triumphs, celebrating, satisfaction, realizing dreams, success.
1: Hey, (laughs) okay. So I feel like that kind of speaks for itself. I don't really have anything to add. (laughs) We made it. And thank you, Spirit, for validating our achievements and giving us the reward. And Yeah. Okay, the next cup we have
0: is the King of Swords. So recognizing and honor your authority over your mind. The card is really interesting. It's like a surgeon performing on someone's brain. Can you see? Ooh,
1: yeah. With a chessboard in the back. Is that a chessboard?
0: Yes. Yes. This is a chessboard.
1: Interesting. Minds, those thoughts. Mind games.
0: Mind games. Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah, that. Yep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So the Uh, initial thing was recognizing power of your own mind. Yes, yes.
0: Okay, but it was in reverse. So oh. it says harsh ideology uh ideol what? I can't say that word right now.
1: That's a tough one. There's a lot of things <laughs> in
0: that one. <laughs> I Ide- ideology? Yes. What? Yeah, okay. Uh inhuman, controlling, cynical, manipulative, calculated. The king of swords represents a mature <laughs> male who has a powerful mind with tremendous clarity. He can be swift and even ruthless. I don't know. I
1: don't know if this card fits for us. Well, it's interesting because the upright, I was getting a lot of stuff. But now that the reverse is coming up, I'm like, what? Yeah. And, and a little bit of harsh ideology calculated. I wonder if that was the, the, what we had to work through in the beginning. I think we planned a little too hard and like we needed to feel what was meant to come up and like what our vibe is, what our voice is, what our message is rather than having such harsh ideas of what it was but then again that at the same time i feel like we've stayed pretty aligned with what we thought this was going to be and also this is like referring more to a man like male so well i I, I i wonder if we could take that as masculine energy because i know we both have been challenging our masculine energy to be balanced
0: yeah that's true I don't know I just don't know if it fits
1: (laughs) yeah I I think we should sit with it yeah I think there might be something there but definitely the nine of cups and even the king of swords upright yeah I can see fitting a little bit okay okay so just to speak to what was coming up for the upright for me is like recognizing the authority of your mind and the mind games for me Mm -hmm. personally I feel like this podcast process has really shined a light on the mind games that my brain does with itself and the ways I try to get in my own way right mm-hmm. like yeah. I yeah this process was a lot of realizing you know get out of your own way
0: could you elaborate on that a little bit because yes. I know how you got in your own way <laughs> at the beginning but I would love for you to yes.
1: share
0: so the beginning
1: like the beginning of this podcast was a trip for me because i learned all of the editing software and in the beginning i just went too hard on editing i took out every single like obviously ariana and i say like a lot and you know we're figuring out our thoughts as we're going so we're saying um mm," and i edited out every single detail especially for myself And I'll be honest and say, even though I'm a little ashamed of this, there was a few times I went back and re-recorded something of my own voice to paste it in. And I fucking love you because the moment I sent it to you before we released it, you were like, bitch, I can tell that you added things like take that shit out. And I was so mad. I was like, first of all, mad that you saw it and mad that you like held me accountable to take it out because I was angry with myself that I didn't elaborate in the ways that I wanted to. I didn't tell the stories that I wanted to. I was basically ashamed of my voice and wanting to shift the way that my voice could possibly be perceived. And yeah, that was a quick lesson in the first few episodes. And just the pivot of how much easier editing is... (laughs) when you don't focus on all of the little details, and when you don't have to re-record. Um, so a big lesson for all of this in me is just accepting my voice, my expression for what it is, and trying to do better next time if I wasn't happy with it, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. And it is funny because around that time, too, I remember you were editing and your computer kept crashing or the software, <laughs> and it kept, like wanting to delete it. And mm-hmm. it was, I was like, well, that's just a sign. But- exactly it's so funny because too like when you sent it to me I was like is something different about this like when I was listening yeah I "I don't remember her saying that like what this feels so and I was like should I call her out like I don't like I don't even understand and I was just no I'm going to yeah I feel like it was helpful for not just you but also for me because I think that my perspective as well was like we're in this as a team and like, you know, like I want us to be on the same page and I want us to get clarity together and go through this process together. And it's mm-hmm. not just one sided. Um, and so it's like we're we're in this together. So I want us to always keep that in mind when we're doing anything related to the podcast, when we're speaking, when we're editing, like move as one. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that conversation also just like shifted us. In a way right? Um, to be more honest with
1: each other and closer <laughs> yeah straight from the beginning to just say you know we need to make sure we're doing this together and part of what you said to me was like that's not really fair to me that you got to elaborate on the things that you didn't like and i don't have that chance so like we can't be doing that you know we kind of just have to accept ourselves and set the intention to bring that story up another time if it naturally comes up and yeah, really, just a big reflection of my Virgo shadow and the need for control, yeah. but also the insecurity of feeling like I have to hide it. Because yeah. seriously, when I when you heard it and you called me out, I was like, "Damn it!" I think is, I think it's kind of an ADHD thing too. Like we tend to lie about things that don't really matter just because we're ashamed, yeah. you know. Yep. <laughs> so true. I appreciate like our how this has helped our vulnerability with each other and our yeah. accountability with each other.
0: Yes, that's so true. Oh, that's such a good point. Yeah. You don't need to <laughs> lie to me about it. Right. this is a safe space. And like I totally understand why you wanted to do that. And I I get it, but I'm not gonna let you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like owning your voice has been such a big theme for you this year. And so really? I just, yeah. Yeah. I love that for you. Whereas yeah. I was like at the beginning on the complete opposite. I was just like, I'm just gonna say whatever. <laughs> whatever i want to but i don't really care cuz i love to talk and i'm always talking i always have something to say but i think that for me it's just reflecting on i don't want to say saying less but being more intentional with the things that i say yeah because for me my hyperactive adhd is definitely over-speaking sometimes to fill silence or you know to fill a void and i Allowing myself to take pauses, like when you were saying the likes and the ums and all of that stuff. For me, I feel like over the process, I've allowed myself to just pause a little bit and allow myself to think instead of trying to force words out yeah. when I don't have the thoughts or the flow or the channeling intention coming yet. And I think God, that's been yeah. one of my big goals is just to let myself fully channel and instead of trying to rehearse it in my mind.
1: Yeah. 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 What's it like for you listening back to yourself because I know you do tend to channel a lot in these conversations. Like do you do you have little aha moments of like, oh shit, I can't believe I said that?
0: <laughs> Sometimes when I'm listening back, I will be like I'll say something like uh, I'll be listening and I'll be talking about something and then in my head I'm like Oh, and, and I'll like say something out loud as a point. And then a couple minutes later, I'll say <laughs> that and I'll be like, oh shit, see? Okay. Like, I, like, I knew what I was talking about. Like,
1: myself like, are on the same page. Okay.
0: We're on the same page. And I'm like, damn, that was some, or I'll just be like, wow, that was some real wise shit that I just said. I'm so <laughs> proud of myself. Like, oh, that's a really good point. I I'm so happy I said that. And I feel like listening back also, we say this all the time, like, you know, when you give advice to other people, and then they get that advice back to you. It's almost like I'm giving advice to myself. Yes. And when I listen, I'm giving it back to myself. Yes. And that's when it really sticks. And that's when it's really like, okay, let me implement this. And it's actually on my mind. Because if I'm just channeling, I forget a lot of things that I channel. And when I hear it back, it's like, okay, now I can really process and absorb that into my conscious.
1: Yeah, I love that. And that has been a really beautiful part of this process is that by the time we actually are editing and getting ready to release something. We have already had that conversation like a week or two ago, depending on our schedule, but <laughs> sorry, sickness is also a thing that I've been processing throughout all this throat, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> by the time we get around to editing it and actually listening it to it together, we've already kind of worked through that lesson and it's a little reminder. Or at least for me, sometimes when I'm listening back to it, I say something that I still need to hear. And then a part of me is like, damn it, I already knew this, but here I am again, still not getting the lesson. So it's these perfect little reminders, almost higher self, past self, future self, all of these little dynamics of kind of having your own back, I guess.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I like that a lot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So... I'll just share, like, sickness. I know I shared a couple episodes ago, uh, well, really, a while back. I thought that was the worst sickness I've had in a while, but no, this one has been the worst. I recently had strep, and I have been just sinus congested for, like, three weeks since I finished the antibiotics and, like, since I went to urgent care and everything, and I – it's been a lesson for me, first of all, to take care of myself because I – uh was feeling the sore throat for probably like four or five days until I was like this there's something up here like I should probably go see a doctor and I'm very much so that person as we know that's like it's fine it's fine just keep checking I'm fine um
0: see the doctor
1: (laughs) yeah and then as soon as that happened it just started to hit me more and I allowed myself to rest a lot more than I ever have and um which just kind of relates to my messages about receiving, which I know has been big for us this year on the podcast, and for me just opening up my throat chakra and I think how my ears and all of my like all of that track relates to. I know I talked about that before, like the Claire audience opening up, which I know you've been experiencing too. So I guess that's just a reflection, like all of the physical manifestations of growth as well. Yeah.
0: I think that's a really good point because I have rested a lot during this process as well, but also even being vocal to you about, hey, I think I need rest. Hey, I'm not in this space. Hey, instead of trying to force myself through something, yeah, I've really been trying to be intentional of just being like, I'm not in that state and I'm not going to try to force myself into that state of mind. And it's okay if I need to take a step back. And... Yeah, I also just, what comes to mind, too, is when we first started recording this season, I was living somewhere else compared mm-hmm. to where I am now. Yeah. And so just the transition, too, of leaving a space physically into a new space and how my voice has changed, how my thoughts have changed, I guess, and the confidence of feeling comfortable unmasking in through this channel, through speaking about ADHD and dyslexia, and and like you said, the vulnerability I think mm-hmm. has been something I've really noticed. Reflecting. Yeah,
1: well, that's so true. Even this last year, just in your personal life, has been a huge transition, and those big lessons of surrender that you always talk about, and this being an avenue for you to express yourself throughout all of that, you have shifted in the way that you kind of own that and mm-hmm. allow yourself to surrender and allow yourself to be vulnerable and i i almost love it's probably every couple weeks whenever we try to record it's like we're on the phone checking in for a couple minutes and then one of us is like i don't want to record today and the other one's like thank god like those are a lot of my favorite moments when we're both just like uh not today but then we end up still just talking cuz it's like at the end of the day we still just need our friendship without this lens of a podcast conversation and so I personally love when you admit that you don't want to, because it allowed me to also admit that sometimes I'm not in the space for it, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 That rigidness of like, oh, we have to stick to the schedule. We have to um, get everything right. And we have to plan everything out and stick to that. And that takes us out of the flow state. And I feel right. like we do so much better when we are allowing ourselves to flow. And this is a learning process. I think that's something that you know, we've had to really remind ourselves that we are learning. This is new. We're not going to be experts right away. And we just have to put it out there and let it be and reflect and learn and grow and improve. And that is, we just take that with each episode, each season, each day.
1: Yeah. That leads me to an interesting question. If you think about all of our topics, like, let me see if I can kind of, so, with some of them like femininity uh collective all of the collective ascension um i'm like blanking on all of it i'm just i was just remember. gonna ask like what's your favorite topic or i guess lesson that we've talked about together on here Ooh, Ooh. generational Ooh. stuff came up a lot too Yes, yes, I definitely feel like
0: that might be a topic that comes up more for me this next season. Definitely, mm-hmm. I feel like I it was a topic, but I wasn't ready. Like I didn't have all of the information to fully dive in. I yeah. guess the way I wanted to, because I'm still learning and growing. Ooh, I would say I really liked us talking about the Claires and communicating. Ooh, yeah, I forgot about that one. That was a good I one. Know. That was a good one. And uh, Friendship Boundaries. I really like that one. And The Ooh. Power Paradox.
1: <gasps> okay. Okay. So fun questions. How have you noticed your Claire's growing in the last year?
0: Ooh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> They're becoming stronger. I think that my... It's so funny because I think about that episode when we first talked. I was like, oh, my claircognizance is the stronger. And you're like, no, but your clairvoyance is really strong too. What do you mean? And especially in the past few weeks, my yeah. clairvoyance has been heightened in a way that's been scaring me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because the visuals are just starting to become so much clearer. Like, before I feel like my clairvoyance was... I don't want to say like more of the future, but it felt like it was more future based and
1: less present. Yeah. Like manifestation a little bit.
0: Yeah, exactly. And now it's becoming more present. And I think that it's also just becoming more tapped in spiritually. Like I feel like um, connection with visually with ancestors or People passing like death. I feel like I've just had more visuals around that, yeah. which is what makes me nervous <laughs> in right. a way. And I'm trying to find like, you know, regulate myself in a way of like not freaking myself out. Um, right. But I think that that has happened the most. And like I said to you the other day, I've been having these ear things going on lately, and so the audio has also been very strong. Yeah. <laughs> I can just feel everything leveling up. Um, but it's funny because now my intuition has become stronger and my trust in myself has become stronger. So the clear cognizance doesn't even feel like a clear. It just feels like a part of me.
1: Yeah. That
0: sense Because it's just like, yeah, no, this is just what it is. This is just what I know when I trust myself. So mm-hmm. I have so much trust with that. So it's like, okay, now that you trust this, let's build trust with all the other ones right. too. So I don't know. I think I've just, a lot has been coming up and I just have to accept it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I just have to
0: accept it. And take care of myself better. Like my spiritual hygiene, I feel like I've been more intentional about seeing other people to cleanse my energy, seeing other people to help me connect with my guides and really like taking other body work, other spiritual work from other people and making those connections to help keep me clear.
1: Yeah. And having the discernment too of like what fits for you and what doesn't. Like when we were talking last week and you were telling me about some of your recent clairvoyance, you said like, I was looking it up and people said that this is a symbol for this, but that kind of freaks me out. And we had talked about like, yeah, you have to kind of take, you want to sit with other people's opinions and other people's experiences of spiritual things, but be careful on like what actually means something to you. Like don't just take everyone's everyone else's word for the fact that this means that or that this is a symbol for death or whatever yeah you know yeah. and absolutely. kind of trusting what ways feel good for you to cleanse what ways feel good for you to um check in with people and finding the right spiritual healers to support you
0: yeah, absolutely and also just strengthening asking questions with my guides and my ancestors mm-hmm. and being like, hey, I'm seeing this or I'm experiencing this and I I'm not sure what it means, but let me ask more questions to you because I trust you. And if it comes up through my claircognizance, the answers or if it shows up in a, in another way, I already have that trust built. Yeah. So it's easier for me to be like, okay, well this is what this means. This is why this is coming up for me.
1: Yeah, I love that because it's just a deeper way of intuition
0: yeah. rather
1: than relying on the spiritual healers. It's like, yes, you have people around you who get it and who support you, but at the end of the day, what your guide say goes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And
0: just trusting them more. And I don't know, I think too, I used to feel like I had to get readings when I was going through something instead of just getting them to just check in to myself. Them. Just cuz. Yeah. And I feel like that also has just made me feel better. Um in a way. So yeah. I yeah. love that. Um on a side note, though I've been meaning to tell you this and I completely forgot. Um So, you know how I had those dreams about the snakes and everything, and I told you about it? Um, I did have this dream, and I'm having to tell her about my dream, which, like, I was so unprepared for. I was like, oh, my God, should I tell her about this? Because, like, my mom is very logical thinking. So, like,
1: that, yeah, that's vulnerability, opening up spiritual dreams.
0: And she didn't, like, judge me or anything. If anything, it was like, oh, that reminds me. I had a dream the other day. And, like, then then it turns into, like, a whole different conversation. Yeah. Um, but I do think that it's interesting. Um, I feel like I've – the safety in my clairvoyance has allowed me to share with my family more because I think I was afraid that they would think, like – what they would think about me, I guess, and my gifts and what they would say about me, how that would make them view me differently or as crazy or set psychotic or, like, whatever. Right. Of being vulnerable and sharing these things. And so, I don't know. I feel like that has just, like, shifted in my family of, like, this is just who I am and I can't hide that from them anymore and I don't really care if I'm perceived differently.
1: Yeah. And they seem but, to be accepting and almost like the things that they're saying validate a lot of what you've already sensed and what you've already seen happening mm-hmm. within your generational dynamics, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like that's just another piece that I meant to tell you that I felt like was like such <laughs> yeah, a- Yeah, that's you know? like it's confirmation awesome that your moment. dreams
1: are telling you something.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then I need to be more mindful of them. But um, yeah, I just wanted to tell you that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that. I relate to the dream part too, the dreams just getting stronger and kind of able to discern a little bit of what my subconscious is trying to tell me. Mm -hmm. When I have certain dreams, a big one that I had lately or recently, I told you was I was coughing up crystals. I was like on a beach somewhere, almost in like that white space that you see in like the Matrix and Harry Potter, like where they have died or like they're like starting a new program or something. It was like that, and I was coughing up crystals, and then that's when I got strep throat. So I feel like metaphysically, spiritually, subconsciously, my body was like, "Okay, we're releasing. Here we go." Yeah. And then physically, you know, in this timeline, my body was like, "Okay, who got blast that throat open?" Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's let all of this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting.
1: I feel my Claire's have gotten stronger in my Claire audience, more of just like like I can actually hear phrases and messages for people while I'm doing Reiki. And I think Reiki has just really helped me trust myself too, like you said, and trust my intuition because there are so many times where I'm working with someone's energy and I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck that means, but it won't go away. Like it keeps repeating in my head or I keep seeing a symbol or like something. The other day I kept seeing a hand And then I just convince myself to say it to them at the end and, like, just say, I'm not really sure if this means anything to you, but here's this. And they're always like, oh, my God, that's this. And I know exactly what that means. And it's just been such a clarification of, like, me sensing things. And I've gotten better, too, of, like, how I deliver that message instead of creating my own interpretation and saying, like, this is what it is. I kind of just share... The basics with them and let them put their interpretation on it um yeah. so finding that balance I guess for my intuition for myself and what I'm picking up on for other people um yeah and just my clairvoyance has gotten a little stronger not in like straight up visions but kind of like all those little sparks of light and kind of just seeing people's aura a little bit more and seeing little like this is gonna sound weird, but you know, like tracers. No. Like, so that's a term for like after you've done drugs, and then you like the next couple days still have like, okay, little, yeah. tiny like you have like a tiny little moment of visuals. Yeah. We used to call them. Um, what did we used to call them? I know. I was just like we used to call we it. We used something- to have a word for that. Um, we'll have to ask Catherine. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, because we used to talk about that all the time.
1: Oh my god, now that's gonna bother me yeah that is gonna
0: bother me it'll come up I'm sure I'll remember but,
1: yeah it's like that and it's like I just have deposit. little moments of that what deposits deposits yes! yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> deposits because we've be like oh we have a little deposit
0: of what is left over <laughs> yeah exactly
1: I love that um and it's so funny because it's not like I've had any of that in my system for so long but here I am still experiencing these little moments and it's funny because it's depending on the person I'm around or the person I'm talking to, my senses just get heightened. And that's when I kind of know like, ooh, this is one of my people. Like we vibe. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I feel like I'm I'm glad you bring that up
0: too because um, I feel like it's also not just like realizing who your people are, but realizing the kind of intentions of others around you. At least for me, I have been so much more aware of when I'm around certain people and I can tell that they're trying to feed off of me or take something from me, even like whether it's intentional or unintentional, like I can just sense that so much more with being around certain people. And I feel like that's why I like the boundary circle um, episode a lot, not just like for the literal of like thinking about what it is, but thinking about spiritually who I let into my energy based on circle and uh, like having those spiritual layers of who is around me and right. what I gain from relationships on a spiritual level so um yeah just that awareness of visuals of and sometimes that's like what can be overwhelming I feel like this next state is going to be like I said going into regulating myself because now I feel like I feel and see everything <laughs> right and when I'm meeting people and sometimes it puts me into this like paralysis of like, fuck, what do I do now? Right. Like, I don't know. I have
1: All the awareness, but it's, I'm not yeah. sure what to do with it.
0: Exactly. And like, I want to just run away.
1: <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> so it's like, how can I face this and how can I stay grounded in these moments um, that I'm noticing this about other people and about myself?
1: Yeah. You made me laugh the day that you were telling me about um a situation that I know you're referring to where you felt the drainage and you told me you were like I felt it in real time and I just (laughs) laughed because it's like we usually have to call each other to kind of be like this felt weird and I I noticed this and we're processing it after the fact but you were like no I knew in real time that my energy was being sucked
0: yes 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 and I could tell that that person knew that they were taking my energy too and it was just like they were trying to dismiss it as like oh maybe it's something else maybe it's this like they were really trying to dismiss that they were taking it from me and almost trying to plant the seed of something else so I could get distracted but I could tell immediately that it was them and I was just like yeah no I can tell that you're trying to take my energy and like I feel really off I feel sick to my stomach right now like I can't even like comprehend (laughs) like I can just tell that you're taking it and I'm just like I know absolutely not Yeah, And so it's also just like being aware of like how being more intentional with setting up my protections every day before I leave the house is also something I feel like I've realized that Mm. I need to be more intentional about with my spiritual hygiene is making sure the force field goes up before every day, every morning. And also I feel like I have to make sure I have some sort of protection over me at night when I sleep because I've always projected and I've always like a lot of times... Things will come to me in my dreams or right before I go to sleep. And so feeling like I need just that extra protection.
1: Yeah. Preventative spiritual hygiene rather than after the fact, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that can be so helpful when we are such intuitive feelers. Yeah. Yeah. And I love what you said about the guides too, because I, yeah, I relate to that. Just having more moments lately where I'm like, oh, I'm not alone. Like, let me actually tap in to ask For help and there's been a couple Reiki sessions recently usually I don't have to ask I'm like it's not intense enough and I'm just kind of like okay I got this I can regulate this but I've had a few lately where I kind of start to get scared because of what I'm sensing and then just having this moment of like oh let's call in Archangel Michael or let me remember Jesus and try to like check in with Jesus because he's my Reiki guide and it's like that just totally shifts the whole session Mm -hmm. and it's kind of that. Uh, ego check a little bit of like this isn't actually you you're just the channel for these higher beings and this higher energy so ask for help because you're not alone
0: yes yes asking for help absolutely and that just brings up to what I was saying about the power of paradox I feel like that that thought has been so helpful for me lately as well as of navigating not just who I am spiritually but as a person and allowing myself to have contradictions because I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm moving out of who I was before, but it's easy to be like, well, now I have to be the opposite of what I was before in order to be this new version. But that's not always true. It's like, how can I find the balance and allow these different parts of me to coexist? And I think that the biggest thing that I've realized over the last year is that I don't, I know I've never wanted to be put in a box, but it's really like, how can I articulate that? I'm a little bit of everything and like you can't make assumptions about the kind of person I am based off of just one thing like there Mm -hmm. are layers and there's like crossover and all of these other things and I am my own contradiction
1: yeah and it's like (laughs) you're gonna have to stick around a while to understand
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly like that there's more and I feel it that way about every person and I feel like just that mentality has helped me be more empathetic towards others as well Mm -hmm. um is saying like yeah you may see this way or treat someone this way specifically or say this one thing but like what also coexists within you to make you think this way because like we are built up of so many experiences that's how we become people is through our experiences and so I feel like contradicting experiences is what leads us to who we are
1: yeah it gives you the contrast of this versus that for you to figure out what your middle is And even if that's not a direct answer, it's, like, sometimes a stepping stone into finding meaning for yourself. So you have to hold space for people to have their own contrasts and paradoxes. Yes,
0: Yes, absolutely. What were your favorite episodes?
1: Hmm, that's a good question. I automatically think of Barbie because I just loved that whole day. (laughs) like if we were like I kind of threw us off of our intention a little bit because I just got a little heated and then it led to like such a much deeper conversation than what we anticipated but I've sat with that message a lot about femininity and kind of redefining re-embracing what I want that to be especially the element of receiving Mm. and allowing myself to receive um so that was one of my favorites and it's so funny one of my clients the other day was sharing with me did you know that intentionally wearing your jewelry on one side or another can represent your masculine or your feminine energy and I like looked down at my hands and I was like wow I always wear all of my jewelry on my right masculine side giving protecting serving and it's like oh okay so I've like these last couple days have been wearing some stones on my left side to allow myself to receive and yeah I feel like Barbie just really helped me shift perceptions on like judgments I had towards femininity I guess um yeah
0: yeah I like that I like that you bring that up because that is like a big topic I feel like we've had throughout all the episodes is kind of this idea of what femininity is for us and you know like moving out of especially for me out of like my masculine energy into my feminine energy which I feel like that is the other reflection that I've probably had the biggest growth in is feeling safe in my femininity
1: yes
0: so yeah
1: yeah. and allowing that to be the way that you present yourself rather than the mask yeah yeah I I meant like mask face mask but it's also mask for masculine energy because yeah always wanting to present yourself as like a tough strong one you know
0: yeah absolutely absolutely and I could go down a rabbit hole about that but I'm not going to <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> so it's... so all of this being said let's transition a little bit into like what we want season two to be and yeah. how we w- want to take these lessons into like a new intention
0: yeah well really quick before we do that do you want to is there any last things you have to say about the cards that we pulled um, just in reflecting, obviously we're we're you know celebrating our success. This is a celebration for sure. Yeah, of, of doing this and committing
1: and sticking to
0: it. Right.
1: So, I love that you say that too, because that is that has been part of the learning process of like, okay, yeah, we're gonna shift our schedule. We're gonna allow ourselves to have rest, but we do need to follow up. Like we do need to stay consistent, and that has been helpful for ADHD. I would imagine just and also ooh, I love that you say that because it's like following through on the creative process I think has been a lesson for me because I always used to have like creative sparks and kind of be like, "Oh, I love this idea and I love this thing, but then I never come back to it." And this process has really been us holding each other accountable to no, we're going to keep doing this. And yeah, we need to balance it out sometimes and that's all well and good. But we do need to come back to this for completion, for the editing, for the releasing, for the writing of the things and just, yeah, having that completion of a creative process feels really good for an ADHD brain.
0: Yeah, I was going to say I like that, um, like you said, like we allowed ourselves to not be so all or nothing, like oh, because we didn't record on schedule or we didn't do this on schedule, we're just not going to do it. We were just Mm -hmm. like, okay, we'll just find another time to do it. And we still stuck through it and we still completed it. And I feel like that took a lot of pressure off of us as well as allowing the creative process to look how it needed for each episode. Because I feel like each episode needed a different process in a way to allow it to be so authentic for ourselves. So
1: just being mindful of that, I think- Was really nice. Yeah. And definitely some good systems to kind of keep with us as we move into a new season.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, shout
0: out to season one. Thank
1: you. We love you. (laughs) We
0: love those versions of ourselves as well. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want me to pull a card before we start talking about season two? Set our intentions or. Yeah, that would be fun. Okay. Spirit, what? Should we be thinking about for season
1: two? I mean, we have some ideas, but like, you know, yeah, just let us know (laughs) if there's anything we're missing. (laughs) Ooh, okay,
0: Queen of Swords. Ooh. With with sorrow and pain comes wisdom and clarity. Oh, (laughs) are we in for some sorrow and pain? I don't know. I don't know if that means, like, you know, we kind of already had some yeah. sorrow pains or, you know, or if we're going into, maybe that's, like, also the knowledge that we're going to have. Um, so it says, honest, candid, emotionally strong, discerning, intelligent, independent, witty, thoughtful, represented, um, pain or sad, repressed pain or sadness. And hmm. uh, we did get in reverse, but that's the upright meaning. So reverse says overall, um, overly critical, pessimistic, lack of empathy, rude, manipulative. <laughs> These words keep coming up. <laughs> I know, like what? I don't know. I think that like we always say, like, you know, right. take it with a grain of salt. But I think that it's like, um, for me, it's basically saying how we can create pain and sorrow if we continue if we decide to be pessimistic or if we decide to you know be unforgiving or overly critical of ourselves yeah and we want to find balance because like in the in the card she's like holding a sword and like meditating doing some yoga Ooh, ooh, yeah. balance yeah balance, yeah so um I feel like
1: It's, like, the sword could tip either way if something gets, like, if she's blown by the wind, the sword could go either way.
0: Yeah, yeah, basically. Or being so strong that no matter how the wind blows, Mm.
1: you stay in alignment. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because when you were reading that upright meeting, I was, like, yes, like, witty, emotionally- um, I can't remember what it said like emotionally candid or something along those lines and discerning that has been yeah. such a big word for me lately especially yeah. when working my with my intuition is like discerning what this feels like versus what that feels like and even that's just been a big part of our process is discerning yeah. like today we want to brain dump today we want to be a little bit more intentional and educational mm. and Even, like, we tried to keep recording these full moon episodes where we, like, talked about full moon ceremonies and stuff, and it just was not working out. And we finally had to discern and call it, like, maybe this just isn't something we're supposed to talk about. Like, let's just let that be okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. And, I don't know, I feel like even if we experience pain and sorrow, we get to discern the outcome. Mm. We discern our response and how we... Let it affect us, you know? Do, do we want it to move through us? Do we want it to stay? What comes from it? What do we learn about ourselves? What can we let go of? What really just is temporary? So, you know, through pain and sorrow comes clarity, I also think of.
1: Yeah, and I could see how that really aligns with our natural intentions for season two because we did want to have more guests and learn more. Like, I think season one was us just kind of having a creative expression of what our day-to-day conversations usually sound like, and now we want to learn more. And so I personally could see myself getting critical or feeling like an imposter or kind of like having some of my rejection sensitivity stuff triggered by learning from someone who knows more, right? But I get to choose how I view that and- take it as discernment and take it as a learning process you know
0: yeah I really like that you said that because I think that's really true of like um not being critical with ourselves of maybe lacking certain information or certain knowledge Mm -hmm. and also not being critical of the knowledge we receive and what that could say about Mm -hmm. ourselves because I think that it can be easy if you know another person who doesn't know us is coming in <laughs> and we're having this guest come in and speak. And like, like you said, the rejection sensitivity, like in taking things personally, like how can I just allow the knowledge to flow and take in what is needed for me and also just let everything else be. Um. So I feel like it's just like really allowing ourselves to, to learn and be open to receiving the knowledge that is for us. And Also not being too critical, I guess, when we're selecting guests and Mm -hmm. what kind of information they want to share with us because we do want to hear other perspectives and we do want to be open-minded.
1: Yeah. And at the end of the day, we get to choose kind of what fits for us, but that's what part of what we want to expose ourselves to is just different opinions because it gives us more opportunities to use that lens of love and compassion that just keeps coming up throughout this whole season, you know? And Mm -hmm. I think there are always going to be different routes, different types of knowledge that resonate with different people. So I think part of our intention is to get more of that out there for everyone, even if it's not exactly what we choose for ourselves. Yes,
0: absolutely. I like that a lot. Yeah. What can we take and what can we share? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so proud of us I know I know it's just like the smile of, Wow we we really completed this Yeah <laughs> I need a break but I'm also really excited <laughs> For what's next yeah, yeah
1: and I think a break is just going to help us rejuvenate And really be intentional with like you said guests and topics And just kind of give us the space to nerd out a little bit And I'm just really excited for that rest and rejuvenation to bring spiritually bring new energy into spiritually divergent because it's already been so wonderful and rewarding and I can't wait to have more of that
0: yeah absolutely absolutely I feel like each episode and each season we're just going to learn what spiritually divergent means to us like the spiritual and the divergent piece and that's just really that's exciting because we get to reinvent ourselves in a way but also reconnect with parts of ourselves and like inner child i think of you know before the pressures of the world like really reconnect Mm. we are and our soul's core and our soul's purpose and what we were put on this earth to do yeah yeah what messages can we share
1: yeah i'm just being reminded of something we said to each other the other day We've been friends since high school, but we were noticing, we were both kind of comparing notes and realizing we never had classes together. And we were kind of joking with each other, like if we would have had projects together, if we would have been in classes together, we would have been so boss. (laughs) 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 And so I feel like this is our project. This is like our baby. And I think it's just funny that we've always connected in the ways that we have, even though we never had that knowledge piece together specifically. Um, So this is us doing that and getting to reinvent it and redefine it.
0: Yeah. But I also think that's what makes us so um, powerful is because we have different knowledge. We have different information, different perspectives that we're bringing in, not just based off of our life experiences, but the things we've learned and how we've learned. Right. I think has really played a role in developing our perspective and so i think that only makes us stronger is we're bringing in more information separately and together Yin and yeah
1: it's like that contrast it's like for so long we lived our lives just having different experiences and we still do but ne- but now we're intentionally kind of merging them together to create uh paradox and to create meaning yes yes absolutely absolutely how beautiful yay I love us. I love
0: us too. (laughs) That's so cute and so exciting. Well, I don't know. Do you have anything else?
1: I don't really. I feel like this is a natural stopping point. Just very proud of us and love that we chose to honor our vision of making this happen. Because now that we've done it, it's like it wasn't as hard as we thought. I mean, it's still been hard, but maybe just in ways that we didn't expect. So Just very proud of us and um, maybe a good time to do like final affirmations for season one. Yeah. um, Ooh, okay.
0: I'm just going to say that my experiences are my credentials, (laughs) but also my experiences have led me to new opportunities, and new wisdom, I guess, is what I want to say.
1: Yeah, I love that. My experiences are my credentials is something you used to say to yourself, but you used to have doubt, and you used to kind of wrestle with it, and now you're just like, no, my experiences are my credentials.
0: And it's funny because I haven't said that in a while. And so so I feel like that was very much so me when we first started. Right. So I feel like it is only fitting that it would come back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) First of all, I just want to say I love that we both just paused and like took some deep breaths to sit with what was naturally coming up for us. Like that's a big shift too, is just letting ourselves be like, hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: (laughs) I think mine would be honoring my voice, creativity, and authenticity is what allows me to come to completion. Like I just keep thinking of executive functioning. I know that's like a clinical term for ADHD is like executive dysfunction. But honestly, literally, I feel like rather than forcing myself to think about like coping tools and all of these rigid things, what truly helps my ADHD is just honoring myself and yeah. my creativity and my expression.
0: Yes. I love that. I love that. And it just makes you think of like, um, you know, I-, I don't know if this is really a question, but you know, our intro is always exploring our shadow shadows to navigate the present and plant new seeds for the future. So I'm just like, also as we're reflecting and thinking about like what shadows have we uncovered this season Mm. and what shadows have we worked through this season to allow us to plant seeds for the future
1: yeah i love that and i think a shadow for me is the need to control and be rigid and the lesson in that is uh authenticity and creativity is everything compared to control
0: Yeah, I think my shadow is um, doubt and doubt in authenticity, Mm -hmm. uh, but also doubt in my own capabilities. And I feel like I've navigated that by, like I said, finding trust with my intuition, trust with my clairs, trust with my process. And I guess also just trust that everything will was kind of sort its way out <laughs> like yeah, I, just, everything I is always
1: working out for me
0: yeah yeah so like just having that trust in general um like we said that flow of the creative process and taking that with not just this action but every day of like every week I'm just going to allow myself to flow through the process of what is needed and just staying dedicated to my intention less yeah. so of like a specific Routine or schedule, like how I can stay dedicated to my path.
1: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. As we were, as you were saying that, and as I was finishing my thoughts, I thought of this lyric from this rapper, Peachka. I've, sh- I've sent you some of her yeah. stuff lately. I really love her. So I just had to Google it really quick to make sure I got it right. But she says, I learned that being me is key for preservation of my own motivation.
0: Ooh, love that! that <laughs> my job, and I feel like that's so true. I feel like that's what this process has really been for us: is you know, being our our motivation has been just being authentic. That's what's been our driver: mm-hmm. is being authentic and being excited to share our authenticity with others, and also just excited to share the realizations that we've had of yeah. ourselves and the more. We've learned about ourselves. I feel like that curiosity for ourselves to learn, uh, at least for me, like the curiosity to learn more about myself and the depths of myself is what keeps me excited and going to want to grow and learn.
1: Yeah, I would agree. It runs deep.
0: It runs deep. How deep? I don't know. But (laughs) (laughs) we're going to keep finding out. Yeah, exactly. That's like what we're here for. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us on season one of Spiritually Divergent. And if there's any topics, I guess, that seem interesting to you that you'd like us to discuss in season two, um, please let us know. And yeah. Yeah.
1: Anything that I guess I like a question that came up as you were saying that is how do you define spiritually divergent? And does that lead to any topics that you need help exploring? And would there be guests that we could find um, that would help you as an audience explore some of your spiritually divergent topics?
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because like we have some guests already lined up, but we want your feedback as well. So that's a really good question, actually. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll throw it in the poll too, like the question and answer in the bottom of the episode. So you can write it out to us or email us. Perfect.
0: Well, thank you. Have a magical day and continue to be your authentic self. We love you. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to Spiritually Divergent. If this conversation resonated with you, please share it with your friends and your community and be sure to leave us a review wherever you're listening. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at spiritually divergent. If you have a topic you want to hear more about or any suggested guests for us, send us an email at spirituallydivergent at gmail.com and we will include all of that information in the show notes as well. We'd love to hear from you as we begin building this community.